This is Sean J. Grannemir, it's Sean Grannemir, and today I am interviewing the amazingly talented Rhapsody. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm excited to be in London, so I'm happy. Cool, me too. Uh, so I first saw you live. It was December 2012, when Ninth Wonder had the Wonder Years launch. Is this your first performance in London since then? Yes. No, no, I came back in 2013 um, with Ninth. Uh, I don't remember where we were at. It was almost five years ago, but this is my third time performing in London. Okay, wow. So, yeah, welcome back. It's been a while even then. Yeah, what do you think about the city and the energy that Europe has given you? Because you've been touring around a bit now. You've been to Dublin, or is it Belfast, uh, yesterday? I've been to Dublin, Ireland, Amsterdam, uh, Belgium, Cologne, Germany. Look, Paris. Here in London tonight, the love has been amazing. Like it's, it's kind of hard to put it in words. You kind of just had to be here to experience it. But the appreciation that you know you all have for the culture and hip hop is man, it's bar none. You know what I'm saying? Uh, especially compared to home. So the, you know the love, asking for encores, singing the words. Like man, I don't, I don't know if I need to leave. I might need to get a visa. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> For forever. <laughs> Yo, that'd be dope. So to take it all the way back, um, I don't think it was your first appearance because that was on We Are Jamla by Skazi. But uh, one of your most memorable early appearances was on Erica Badu's 20 Feet Tall remix for Nance, The Wonder Years uh, project. How did that come together? Man, um, honestly, Ninth and Erica did that song for her album originally. Um, and for her album, she had it replayed, but she let Ninth keep the original version. So um, he decided to do a remix. And he had, at the time, he was starting a label. So he was putting all this artist on the Wonder Years, which this remix was going on. And he was just like, I'm going to put you on a song with Erica Badu, you know. And I think he picked me because, one, maybe because I'm a woman, but two, you know, just because. He feels like I come from that Lauren Hill kind of Erica Badu mm. type of family tree and style, and they both big influences. And you know, when he told me that, I man, I almost lost my mind. You know, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was one of the most exciting times for me in my career. Uh, and I think it's one of my favorites of that project as well, because um, yeah, your verse was just like killer, and the way that the beat reworked the original, or if that was the original, yeah, it was uh, wonderful. Yeah, so thank you for that. But uh, yeah, so you spent two years on Layla's Wisdom and put out Crown during the process. How did you decide what songs fit the EP over LP? Because yeah, Uwe with Anderson Pack managed to fit on both. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm going to give the bulk of that tonight because you leave it up to me. I'm putting 30 songs on it. I'm going I'm to give you a Kanye playlist album. I need that deluxe version. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to sprinkle that out as a surprise one time. It's going to be 30, 40 songs. But, um, man, there were some songs like I knew like I had to have, like Jesus Coming. Mm. Um, you know, uh, we went back and forth with the intro. But, you know, Knife helped me to kind of build it and break it down from 80. You know, um, we had songs a lot of songs that might have sounded alike so you narrow those downs because they have different energies mm. um you know but that was the biggest thing like what's the sound we're going for which songs out of these 80 fit you know you can knock that down to 40 from there yeah. and then you have songs that repeat you know maybe different concepts or you know the same feeling so you know you figure out the best within those five <laughs> you yeah. know and it becomes a little easier it's not as hard as it seems but you know, I think we got down to 22 and it became real hard. So we cheated, you know, and that's yeah, why you yeah. have 
three songs in a beat and that kind of thing. Exactly. You know what we did? You know, we made them interludes. You know, we we pieced them together. I might have like Roller Coaster Love, um, the second the second part of it. Yeah. They were that's his own song. It has three verses. So we might put out the original version as Please. it is, you know. But that's just kinda how we had fun with it, man. Made it work. Yeah. Were there any that uh got left off both projects that you're particularly fond of or that, that you kinda wish that did make it? Could you give us like a title or is yeah. Knife gonna be like, Why what, what are you telling them? Nah, he ain't gonna care. He ain't gonna <laughs> care. Um there's one called uh Where Flowers Bloom, mm. um, featuring Sir and Mary and Mariba. Um that's like that's one of my favorites. There's another one like Soundwave. The producer will tell you I've been one. I've hit him. I've been wanting to work with him forever. And mm. we uh, we did a joint for the first time working on this one, but it sounded similar to Pay Up and Energy. Um, but I wish that one had made it, you know. But who knows? I might let that one fly. Um, there's another one that uh, was called uh, Where the Love At. Okay. Um, you know. That was all me. That was just me by myself. It was produced by Ari G, but that's that's another one. That was that was one. I ain't gonna say what when it come out. Come out, but I got some things off my chest that have been bothering me for a few years okay. <laughs> on that one. Um, yeah, but those are probably like the top three. Um, yeah, that I was like, man, I wish these three had at least made it. Cool. Well, I hope that one day we get to hear them. Uh, yeah, so you titled the album after your grandma. Can you tell me about her influence on you? Man, um, she just loved family. Uh, she loved family. She was a strong woman. She was a loyal woman, super loyal woman. Um, you know, and, and I think that's what it was, really soft-spoken, though, and humble. Um, so I think she just taught me how to respect and love people, mm. you know, very accepting, like, of any and everybody um so that was the biggest thing and you know just the importance of family but the quote that we uh that inspired you know the kind of concept for the album she had was uh give me my flowers while i'm here yeah. so every time we went to see her that was it like you know remember how you should let people know people should remember you how you made them feel versus any materialistic thing you can for give sure. them so that's what it was okay and so you're what eight projects deep now is it eight? I think so. Yeah. So going all the way back to that first mixtape, Return of the Beagle, uh, right up to Layla's Wisdom, what would you say are the biggest changes in how you make music now? Man, um, I think I've definitely gotten better with songwriting versus in the earlier stages, I think I was trying to study and learn it the art of him seeing mm. I wasn't really focused on making songs per yeah. se or with concepts. It was more so have I perfected this cadence? You know, how am I doing with my bar structure? Uh, let me prove I can rap because they hating. Yeah. <laughs> so Did you, you experience know. much hate early in your career? Oh, yeah, I got some hate. I got that internet hate for sure. Um, mm. Whether it was, oh, her, I don't like her voice, it's too high. Or, you know, um, man, the way I looked, man, I got, I got some hate, but it didn't matter. Because <laughs> yeah. they love me now. Um, <laughs> we do, we do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's the biggest thing, like just growing as an artist and learning like the art of emceeing and, and turning that into the art of song making and, and artistry mm. and how to play with my voice and make that an instrument. Um, yeah, so those, those are the biggest things I think, but you know, my, my lyrical ability, like 
everything that is, is still intact. I've just learned how to make it easier to consume for some people. Yeah, it's, it's all been refined and not dumbed down, but made more, uh, I don't even know what the word is, relatable. That or, that yeah, part, yeah, that part. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I interviewed Moonchild a few months back and they told me how the beat for Nobody was based on some stems that they sent ninth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was the process in writing that song? Because the song is based around like the song t- nobody is taken from their song nobody right like did you was that a conscious decision to write a verse based around the title of the the original track or was it kind of just like well let me see if i can flip this and then it just kind of worked out and spiraled into the amazing track it is now Nah, it was it was uh it was definitely inspired by the title track but more so because of not how knife sampled it you know in the sample nobody nobody no nobody knows was so like all right nobody know this nobody know that so i'm just like the concept is nobody know how i'm gonna flip that you know yeah. how many different ways can we talk about what these people are always talking about but they don't know yeah they don't know jack diddly <laughs> that's a term we use that you don't know nothing jack diddly <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you know that was just the idea um uh yeah and then black black thought put that cherry on top yeah mm-hmm. and uh anderson packs part as well was was, was sick as oh, three of my faves and then moonchild involved was just like wow <laughs> um yeah thank you again but uh yeah so you performed at little sims welcome to wonderland 2 production this past weekend didn't you how did you meet her and what made you want to be part of the show um well before i met her i was introduced to to little sims through her music Mm. you know um i try as much as i can especially between working on albums just to search for new music and new artists that i necessarily don't know um because i'm a fan of the culture outside of just being an artist so you know i got hip to her music um I don't know if I was on Two Dope Boys and saw a song and listened or, you know, I just saw people like talking about her. So I went and listened. But, you know, I I love what I heard. And, you know, I think we tweeted each other a couple of times. But I met her for the first time. I went to L.A. Um, I was at Anderson Pack studio and she was there. And that was that was last year, like that summer, right before the album came out. Um, She got like the early, early preview of the album before we like changed it some things. But um, that was my first time. And I just remember her outside of, you know, just her being a dope artist. She was a dope person. Like her energy was good. Mm. Lil Sims mad chill. So, you know, I always supported and respected what she did because I just appreciate it for what she does for the culture. And how did you find the performance um, on the weekend? It was dope. I I can't. I missed like the opening act, so I didn't really get to see anybody. Cause yeah, yeah. um, we were. I had done. What did I do? I did press all day. No, we had just got in from uh, from Cologne, Germany. I think I don't know where we were at. That is a very beautiful city. It's an amazing city. That yeah. church is beautiful. Yeah, bruh. But <laughs> bruh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we we had just got in, so I missed like the couple of uh, first acts. But it was a dope experience, you mm. know. I had a, a few technical difficulties, with my, but my with my sound. But it's hip hop, like you go with yeah, the flow, that's part of it. and the yeah. crowd, you know, you can tell the difference. Like they show love, so yeah, it was dope. Yeah. But I'm I'm just I was excited just to be there to support because it was dope for her to curate curate, you know, a show like that with all women. Yeah, you know. Um, where it had you know you don't see it a lot and people don't think that we support each other as it is so it was just dope man i was just yeah, happy to be yeah. there um yeah so speaking of artists that you're currently listening to who who else would you recommend that we keep an ear out for what what kind of albums are you like on rotation right now 
Oh, um, I definitely am still listening to the JID. Uh, that's the home. That that album's crazy, and that hit me out of nowhere because I didn't know about him. Like, and then I found out he's Dreamville. I was just like, wow, this is crazy. Like, this is such a consistent, dope project. Yeah, it's a dope project. Yeah, he's a dope person. I rock with him. Um, yeah. GQ is opening up for me tonight. He has a project called East 14th. Yeah, I was listening to that on the train in because I listened to Trouble Man back when it came out. And I wanted to go revisit it because it's on like what my old hard drive or something. But you can't find it online anywhere. Like the DJ booth like link is dead. And I think oh. that's something that really bothers me about music where it's like all these things that were hosted on platforms like that Piff and that. And they change. They're going to, yeah, like they might redesign or something. And then suddenly it's just lost in the ether because I really remember enjoying that project. And so I was like, in case he's here, let me have some questions for him. But I wasn't able to listen to that. But I was listening to part of E14th and it's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I have to uh, upload that for you so you can get it. Please. Let me see. Who else? Oh, I, I got a name. You know, my jam artist, Ruben Vincent. He has a project called Myers Park. He's a, he just turned 17. And yeah. he's crazy. Um, Marion Mariba just released a new song called Black Truck. That's going to be my summer anthem, without a doubt. Um, I'm listening to Sirs November. Beautiful project. Bruh. <laughs> Hit me with it. Yeah. Bruh. 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 All right. <laughs> Sorry. Let me do that to Bruh. 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 I was like, wait, what's going on? Oh. Bruh. Bruh. War. Summer in November. All these songs. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like hearing him come from like Seven Sundays. The journey he's taken has been such a beautiful one. Man, that boy, he going to the top. But yo, there's an artist that I found today, right? She's from, oh, yeah. from South London. Right. Who that? Her name is Joelle Ayana. Her voice is amazing. Y'all got one. Yeah, you you gave us the scoop. <laughs> I'm telling you, look. Joelle Ayana. Rhapsody told you. Joelle Ayana. Just go on YouTube and type her name and peep game. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. So if you had to pick one song that defines Rhapsody, whether that's inside or outside of your own disc- discography, bruh. <laughs> it's just the, the word of the, the day. Yeah, what would it be? So it could be inside or outside or both. Why you want to do that to me? Because I always like the answers that people give. It's a tough question, much like the one that I will ask you after if there's time. I like big. But Senna could not. No, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Wow, okay, you heard it first. This is actually live, no? <laughs> it is. I don't have no big butt. No, you can keep that. No, I'm like, um, man. I'm not editing this. <laughs> if I had to choose one, like, for real, for real. Oh, this is so, this is so tough. Mm, let me go with, uh, let me go with hard to choose. Today. That's what I'm going with today. Okay. But we're going to do this to be continued, and I'm going to have something different. Today is hard to choose. Our Beauty and the Beast. Bruh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Why? Why? <laughs> Were you fully not expecting that? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say word up. I like that song too. No, no, I do, I do, I, I do. But I want to hear you talk about it first. <laughs> oh man, uh, I think that one because. If we're talking about me as a person and an artist, I think it defines me in a beautiful way. I, uh, it shows my determination. It mm. shows what um, what I won't compromise on, who I am, what kind of cloth I'm cut from. Uh, chill. You know, chill. <laughs> That's another one. Chill. Oh, chill. Um, and all of that. Uh, yeah, that part. Yeah. I dig it I dig it so I had another question for you but I think we should just first get to one that's more important what are your plans for the next 12 months for the next 12 months 
bro, let me tell you. These days, I can't see past two weeks in advance. But um, I'm definitely going to be touring a lot more. I want to come back to Europe when it's warm. Please do. You know, um, a lot more tours and definitely going to start on the third album. Okay. That's And I, and I want to come to London and record my third album. I hear some. Mm. want to go to Amsterdam. want to go to Jamaica. You know, just pull from some different energies. Yeah. I'm going to be traveling. Sky miles. That's my plans. To get to be a million miler on Delta. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the best airlines. So I mean, yes, like, they are. Really? Yes. You like? Okay, I, I've had bad experiences, but I mean, that's fair enough. Like with Delta. Cheer. Oh, I ain't cheering that. Delta's the greatest. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for the interview, Thank you. Cheers. Very much.